0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is
1: what you missed. We welcome Lucky back. Hockey Night in Canada, Saturday night in Ottawa. Now, uh, I I did record it. I was fast-forwarding through it, but I didn't see your mug on camera until, like, the second period. or Did I miss something up front? Uh, No, there's nothing off the top. Uh, I mean, uh, the Hockey Night in Canada is about...
0: Ron and the panel right. and, and the game. and Was it... Yeah, was so it no uh, was no it the, intro for me.
1: Was it the pussing wart was distracting? <laughs> and so they thought... <laughs> took, a, took a little extra cover-up. <laughs> concealer. Look left, Lucky. <laughs> Look left. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> Actually, when they first put me up, it was like I didn't realize it was going on. They mm. did a shot up to the booth and I, I wasn't expecting that so, so
1: funny cool. if you're two knuckles deep into your nose <laughs> that's right good pick I right in the middle of a good kick. yeah yeah that'd be great <laughs> A little heads up guys there's Next. my boy there's my boy national television now uh after the fact did you go out carousing with the crew uh yeah we went and had a, a
0: celebratory uh, nice uh, little little session but it didn't last very long everything was closing down pretty quickly
1: so was it a group of you who were everybody had an E added to the end of their last name? <laughs> Lucky and Jonesy. And no, no. Wasn't that? No. There had to be a little of that. No, actually, not that much. Huh.
0: Right. I mean, when you talk to the... Because this time around, because it was an evening game and hockey night, I had the chance to kind of go to the morning skate early Saturday mm-hmm. and meet with the coaches. And, and you want to talk nicknames, like flying oh, around the, the basement of that arena. I bet. So yeah, I, like... No one had their actual name.
1: Frat Boy Central. Right. Um, yeah, and it looks great. I mean, when the lights go down and, or you know, and they get the spotlights flying all over the place, it must have been uh, pretty exciting. Pretty cool experience. And this time yeah. around,
0: you know, like 50% capacity in the stands, too, so mm-hmm. there's a little more atmosphere in there. Ottawa scored, which helped, too, right. uh, to get it going. And the game, actually, you know, the first period uh, was was slow. Like, there's nothing happening. There's no score. And it felt like you're calling like ping pong in between the blue lines. Like I just felt like I was repeating myself over mm-hmm. and over again. Like, you know, back this, back the other way, and it was, it was it felt horrible. And then you know finally things started to pick up in the second and and end of the third they tied it went to overtime, and so it was a good finish, it got exciting.
1: Now that you've had a taste of that, when you go back to the generals, it'll be like. Uh, generals, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they beat uh, Saginaw or somebody. I don't What's know. That, uh, well, yeah, I can't just hit a button. and Go. What's that stat again? <laughs> Have
0: someone whose job it is to get me that stat.
1: Is, uh, yeah, there's probably some pampering up there at uh, at that level, huh? Is compared a, to, I think
0: it's just you know, the, it is the the show, right? Mm. It, it, it it's that everyone there has got a job to do and are doing their job because that's what they love to do and it's what they get paid to do. Whereas you know, in the in the lower levels, you're, you know. Uh, you're dealing with a lot of volunteers mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, some more power to them. They're for What they do for a slice of pizza is incredible. Right, right. Um, but, you know, from the broadcast side of it, I'm you know, I'm on my own for much of it, my mm. own prep, my own pre- you know, uh, stats and preparation and in-game. You know, I don't have someone whispering in my ear all the time exactly what I should be doing.
1: And did it, at any point, did you almost say the Oshawa Generals instead of the Ottawa Senators? Uh, it happened the first game.
0: Like, mm-hmm. I, I was... Just in the midst of it, started to say Osh and then caught myself and, mm. and, and said Ottawa. And I think and a few people noticed it, uh, but I didn't fully say it. But it, it, I was afraid to doing it because Oshawa, Ottawa are yeah. close, Gens, and Sens. Yeah. And it's it's difficult. But at the same time, like in that atmosphere, you, you know you're in a bigger building, you're further away, everything is got Sens labeled all over it it was pretty simple to get into that mode and not do it i think
1: yeah i would think it's a pretty exhausting gig cuz you're basically just you know rambling on for 3 hours and it's intense when you're doing yeah i bet i, I would just at some point you'd hear me go this game's way too fast can you right. slow it down a bit
0: well i'll tell you the the speed difference is incredible I bet. and and really when they get on the power play when you go i mean OHL is is fantastic. You're a lot closer to it. You know, smaller buildings and, and arenas, so you're you're right over top of the ice, and you can kind of get a sense of what's going on better. From further away, you know, you're just saying, "Oh, you can't read the names on the back mm. of the jerseys." You're, you're just trying to associate the number uh, with the name, and I've got that all memorized, ready to go. And you know, there's the pressure inherently. You don't want to screw up. This is a you know, big a bigger audience and a mm-hmm. big opportunity, and you just want to you know. A, Afford yourself the best you can. But when it's moving, like especially on a power play, they zip that puck across yeah. so quickly. You know, it's on the stick and off the stick. And by the time you're like, who the hell just shot that? And three guys and, behind. And you're, you're, you're way behind the play.
1: Now, did you, uh, in between periods, did you sneak down and uh, shotgun a pint? Right. <laughs> no, there was, <laughs> there was no, there
0: was no shotgunning of them. But I will say this I showed up on Saturday and got into the booth, and uh, there was a pint. With a bow on it. Nice. And it was sent by some guys from Oshawa. Oh, Who nice. knew some guys in Ottawa and said, hey, buy Lucky a pint and have it up in the booth ready for it. Now, it wasn't cold. No, uh, well,
1: we can't have it all
0: like that. By complaint.
1: but it's pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, that so was nice of them
0: to, to do. The, uh, to the Schwab boys, I thank you.
1: And DJ didn't try to have you uh, banned from the building. Uh, he talked about it. Yeah, I, I, I met him on
0: Saturday, and he said, listen, your your record's one you know one in this building <laughs> with us. If you,
1: if we keep losing with
0: you. You're not welcome back.
1: <laughs> and he didn't bring up uh, the uh, the thing that happened in Oshawa no. and why he didn't want you here? Uh, it's swept under there. the rug. Okay, he's he's forgiving <laughs> that way tuesday after the long weekend family day and all of that and sometimes you can be dragging your butt a bit maybe you're tired maybe you had a little too much fun over the weekend so uh every now and then if we can share a story about uh, somebody who's uh in a much darker place than you are makes uh, maybe lift your spirits a bit there's a skier from finland who suffered frozen penis <laughs> <laughs> that can't be good so he's married yeah mm-hmm. uh. <laughs> What? Yeah, he was uh part of a cross country skiing race during the Olympics. When it was done, he even had to put a heat pack on <laughs> to thaw it out.
0: <laughs> what would that pain be like? You know your fro like your feet or fingers get yeah. frozen and when they start to reheat that, yeah. that pain that strikes in
1: there? Yeah. Oh boy. Like, and once like isn't there the, the risk of like losing right. fingers and toes yeah. when, when you get the frostburn? You want to lose that, right? Uh, it was a fifty-kilometer race. It was a cross-country skiing race that looked actually really. That looked really hard during. Then
0: they had to shorten it too, right? They did because of the 30. weather conditions.
1: Yeah. Now this isn't the first time he suffered this frozen penis. It happened to him again last year in another skiing race he was involved. I don't see why you keep skiing. Right. Give it up, man. Listen, I.
0: <laughs> if I was going to have to have this story come out. Like, it, that I was a, a, a skier and had suffered frozen penis during mm-hmm. a cross-country race. You know you know it's going to go viral, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think you'd add in there that your member is the length of one of your ski poles <laughs> and so extends so far from the body. That is why you have these problems. That, yes. <laughs> the mighty oak. Like All the other guys out there, it's like a frightened turtle. You can't <laughs> find it by the end of the race. But he... That's to An
1: Olympic skier's Willie got Too cold He got a chilly Willie, And then his jumps and throws It's the second time it happened He should choose a different sport Cause Remy Linders Willie got Too cold Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and, and Lucky 94.9 The Rock Pet owners are out of their minds People are asked uh, what they'd rather do With their pet than their partner People got a little vicious. People would rather go for a walk or a run with their pet or their partner. Okay. As as you go for a walk or a run to get away from your partner, perhaps. <laughs> cuddle on the sofa and watch TV. People would rather cuddle with their pet. Wow. I'd say your marriage is in some kind of trouble. Right. Well, I mean, when, do
0: we normally cuddle on the couch when you're just watching TV?
1: No, well, Some do. Yeah. Lovely Maria and I will cuddle up will to each cuddle other a lot. Lot? Yeah, we'll have a little cuddle. All right. How are you and your best friend Adrian doing? (laughs) Your buddy. I guess, sit close for watching a
0: movie, I guess.
1: Punch each other in the arm? Yeah, that's right. Uh, We'd rather take a nap with our pet than our partner. Okay. Take them to work. Wow. I guess better than bringing your kids to work. Yeah. No swearing. (laughs) I'm bringing in little Billy. (laughs) Uh, Do the gardening. Yeah, because, you know, a little, uh, a little coop there is really good with the shovel. Oh, yeah. Well, you can dig. Yeah, true. Go to the beach. Wow. We'd rather give a massage to our pet <laughs> than our... <laughs> I'd be calling a doctor. Have a photo shoot. Well, I guess if you're on social media. People love photos of animals. Right. Rather go on vacation with your pet than your partner. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> a long conversation when you wow. get home. Wow, Yeah. And cook for them. We'd rather cook for... Well, they don't complain, right? Right, I mean, you can cook an animal anything. It'll eat it and and be so thankful and happy. (laughs) You cook all day for your spouse, and they go, Broccoli, really? But uh, your pets will always love you for it. Maybe that's the thing. Mm. No judgment from a pet. Yeah. Just come up and lick you. Yeah. Very strange. The pet people are, uh, I think, one step over the line. And if you're taking a vacation with your dog and leaving your husband (laughs) or wife at home... (laughs) That's way over the line. we are asked how many phone numbers they have mem- memorized. And uh, almost all of us uh, have our own number and then nobody, nobody else, you know, it's all in our phone. At best, we've got maybe one or two other numbers that we can uh, recall off the top of our head. Perhaps it's your spouse or your kids. Uh, but outside of that, no, everything's in the phone. I mean, honestly, I, I know mine and nobody else's. I don't off the top of my head. I couldn't tell you Maria's phone number um oh really yeah no i don't know it I mean, it's funny whenever you have to fill out any forms for anything if you got to give uh, details and stuff like that and phone numbers i barely know my own address i can never remember remember my postal code i can never remember my <laughs> fin number i was at the grocery store the other day and some guy had his uh air miles or, or he didn't have his air miles card but he said to the lady he goes but i know the number and, you know, wow. you know, and he rhymed that off i mean who the hell remembers that I I, Doing online banking, I still have to look down at my debit card and put in all the numbers. Like, I don't know it off the top of my head. But, uh, yeah. But weird enough, we remember phone numbers from our youth. Like, when I was a kid, 457-7316 was our home number. Right. I don't remember another number since then. Right.
0: Yeah, I can can tell you, like, my buddies, a couple of them, close ones growing up, I can tell you what their number was Mm. growing up. I can't tell you what their number is
1: now. No, and probably we don't really need to. Well, we don't dial phone anymore. Orders. No, nobody calls anybody. And when they do, it's just a big pain in the arse. Right. Or you think somebody's died. Right. You look down at your phone and a family member calls you, you immediately go, oh, no. What's happened? Yeah, but we didn't have, like,
0: contact lists mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, favorites where you just literally touch the button or even just say, hey, Siri, call so-and-so, yeah. and they're there. Instead... We had, you know, I remember my parents had this flip up dial thing mm-hmm. where you had to pull it to the last, the first letter of the last name then hit the button and it would flip Pop up, up. like a Rolodex.
1: Yeah. There was a time when your phone would ring at home and people would run to the wall to grab the phone. Hello. What's going on? <laughs> now we just look down. We don't even have to move. Right. It's, it's too much of an inconvenience just to hit hello. To hit uh-huh. the button, damn button. The problem too with new phones and technology is when you're in a fight with somebody. It used to be so gratifying to go blah, 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 and slam. slam down that phone. <laughs> I'll tell you another <laughs> thing. Beep. You
0: know, it does not have the same effect.
1: No, you're not really sending the message. that You're very <laughs> you do it angry. Too
0: violently, it doesn't actually disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just swearing at them, and they can hear you in the distance.
1: <laughs> yeah, the other person is realizing you're a complete and utter doofus. So, you continue to still see some uh, flags, Canadian flags flying off the back of pickup trucks. And I just keep looking at them and thinking, I'm so proud. Look at that flag flying for our Olympians. Right. That must be what they're <laughs> doing it for, right? Does <laughs>
0: snowmobiling become an Olympic sport? Because I see a lot of snowmobile outfits <laughs> <I'm> as, a, <laughs> as, a, as a part of this. I don't know. If, I, th- I think if uh, Fox Racing and Arctic Cat are getting a, a piece. <laughs>
1: come everybody who's flying those flags and everybody that was in ottawa it looks like they just left a paul bunyan look-alike <laughs> contest
0: <laughs> i don't know how you can see them with all the camo they're wearing
1: yeah yeah way to go guys you really showed us didn't you you did nothing but cause a lot of grief move along now everybody go home i guess they have right everybody's completely cleared out
0: uh, they have cleared it out at, at this point, yeah, all the fencing and uh, police remained. Saw a lot of it when I was there. I was in the Canada area, so I didn't see much of the downtown core, and they were keeping everyone out of there, but saw a lot of the, uh, the, the reserve officers who were coming in.
1: You can admit it now. Lucky was there, top secret, helping helping <laughs> yeah, yeah, to break up the protest. I cleared it out. That's right.
0: All by himself. I um, just—they sent me in with a couple of tacos <laughs> <laughs> with a toothbrush. The, the gas alone had to put their masks on. <laughs>
1: just threaten everybody with a toothbrush. <laughs> I'm going to brush your teeth. Uh, one of Bob Saget's final gigs just uh, shows how universal his appeal was. He was in a rap video. Now he's 65 years old. All right, yeah, rap artists were still hiring him to do stuff. He was in a rap video, a song called Bacon. And uh, he's in a full chef's outfit cooking bacon alongside porn star Kendra Sunderland. Okay. Kendra killed him. Right.
0: That's what I think. <laughs> or the bacon.
1: Yeah. So if you're looking for a rap video called Bacon Online with Bob Saget cooking bacon and with the porn star, it's out there. I'm sure if
0: that's the lasting legacy he wants you to remember him by, but...
1: no. But, you know, he's, he was such an odd and interesting dude that maybe he's fine with it. Yeah, probably. Uh, Courtney Cox uh, admits that she regrets doing all the cosmetic procedures to her face over the years. She said, you know, I was looking older, and I tried to chase that youthfulness for years. She says, and I didn't realize that I'm actually looking really strange with injections and doing stuff to my face that I would never do now. She's 57 and trying to age gracefully, but she still feels the pressure to look good. But I feel we have to... To keep in mind that, that from the outside looking
0: in, you know, you look at it, you think, boy, Courtney Cox, she had it all. Mm. You know, she was beautiful and Monica, come on. Like, why would you mm-hmm. why would you do that? And then, you know, in, in that game when you're a part of it mm-hmm. and, you know, you're a, a 32-year-old actress who can't be offered any young vixen roles anymore. They're right. offering you stuff to play either the mom or the grandmother in Marissa Tomei's case. Yep. You know that you know perhaps you know you can understand why the, the, there is that necessity to try and you know drink from the fountain of youth.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there's on, only so many roles for uh, older women or you know uh, women of some distinction, and they all go to Meryl Streep. So, right. yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, probably finding gigs uh, at all as as you age as an actress in Hollywood uh Alec Baldwin may not have pulled the trigger on that gun after all that killed the cinematographer on the movie set rust uh it is the gun has been tested i guess and the unofficial testing of the gun is in question because the Santa Fe district attorney says you can pull the hammer back without actually pulling the trigger and without actually locking it so if you pull it part way back and it doesn't lock and you let it go the firing pin can hit the primer of the bullet, so maybe he had it kind of cocked half back. Right, his thumb came off of it, and boom, wow. it went. Wow! Yeah, so the FBI. Yeah. He claimed in that wasn't.
0: interview that he never actually pulled the trigger. Yeah, that he's never pulled a trigger before.
1: Yeah, and technically, I guess he's right if that's the case. Were you a fan of Martin growing up? The TV show Martin, Martin uh, Lawrence. Boy,
0: I, I barely remember it. Mm. Was his uh, wife girlfriend? Was, was Trisha name?
1: Campbell, Gina. Gina, that's right. Yeah. I always had a thing for Gina? She's always yelling at Martin. Right. (laughs) Like a woman who yells at me. That's why I got married. Um, Yeah, so they're all getting back together. 30th anniversary reunion special coming up. They've already filmed it, supposedly. It'll air later this year. They'll have unannounced guests, and uh, they'll have most of the cast back. So if you're a fan of Martin, uh, Martin Lawrence is very excited to be uh, sitting with this uh, amazing cast once again, and he's looking forward to uh, everybody seeing it. Mm. And... um, Somebody had the time on their hands to calculate Norm's bar tab from Cheers. Oh, my goodness. As we know, Norm drank a ton of beer. But the running gag was that he never paid. So he must have ran up a serious tab, and someone decided to figure out just how serious it would be. So they really they, they, uh, they dove deep on this. He, uh, the guy who did it went through all 275 episodes of the show, and he also dug through message boards and consulted experts, including one of the show's writers and even Norm himself. Um, Now, there's uh, several references throughout the series to Norm's tab going up and down and at times being wiped clean. But near the end of the series, it's stated that Norm has never paid for a beer. Wow. So that was the assumption going in. The writer also used uh, George's actual birthday to calculate that Norm became legal to drink in 1966 (laughs) and used several clues from the series to assume that Norm was a patron of Cheers since then. Wow. Well... Did it take into account any time he like like Sam would have bought him around
0: because rounds went on the house sometimes yeah and sometimes they would you know he'll buy drinks for everyone
1: yeah they'll buy a round yeah I don't know did he ever say that did Norm buy rounds I it's don't been know so long since I, I just remember I know, Sam I always he always kind of snuck him yeah. sliding the beer down to him as he sat down um, so it was worked out that estimated drank and uh, Norm drank about ten beers a day. And he used both the average price of a beer over the years and several clues from the show about how much beer cost at Cheers at various times. And he came up with a final tab. Okay. Norm owes Cheers $124,406.90. That actually seems kind of low. That's American dollars. 10 beers a day Mm. for... Yeah, but beer's cheap in the U.S., right? That's true. That's true. Pints are like two, three bucks. What what do you tip on a $124,000
0: bill? (laughs) And I didn't know this until recently. George Wett, who played Norm, Mm -hmm. his nephew is Jason Sudeikis. Ted Lasso himself, yeah,
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I might have read that somewhere because I think, yeah, he talked about so taking. Did, he
0: did something about Saturday Night Live, and he said, "Yeah, the first time he was ever on set was with when his uncle right. was hosting it.
1: That's right. He went there with him. That's right. Yeah. I read it wrong. I thought uh, uh, he had taken George no. to the set, but no, it was the opposite because George would have been that bears, big star would have been doing that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Be interesting too to see if they ever do a reunion of that show. You got the Frasier reunion happening, and." All of the cast members, I think, are, are upright, except for the old guy who was the bartender in the first season. He died that right. first season, and that's why they brought in Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Rhea Perlman, she uh, Yeah, she's still alive. Yeah, yeah. Christy Alley is uh, still alive. Long,
0: if they want to bring her back. <laughs> Shelley's probably begging right. for a reunion. <laughs> it didn't go so well for her when she left.
1: Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.